Geek Shock. Geek Shock. My loose tooth, it'll fall out, they said. But my loose tooth, still hanging around my head. All right, that's a real thing, red and white. blood? Yes, you're right. So can you do that? Is your penis covered in blood and fungus? Is that what the issue is? Welcome, folks, to this Geek Shock. Number 209, I am Master Torgo. <laughs> the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Captain Luddite. Back Jack Dandy. And we're here to talk Week and Geek and apparently the book you're working on. So this one, this one you still just don't have, you yeah, do I, I have just, it? I, I have you know what? Scan. There's nothing oh, better for radio That's the editing a book, version, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. A picture book yeah. on radio. Decide to have the book meeting has. during the show. <laughs> I don't know why we're yelling. <laughs> Paul's looking at the uh, proofs for his uh, Christmas book that he and Fact Check Andy are working on. What's the name of that book there, Paul? It is uh, None Your Business. All righty. Oh. <laughs> I'm keeping it under wraps until oh. we get it done. How about that? Okay. I don't, hey, I'm don't, don't want to send edit. this shit out into the universe. No, no. Because people fucking steal it. It's I don't a have teaser. this shit trademarked yet. That's a teaser. Your mom's a teaser. He already mentioned that you guys were going to do you it have in November. At the, progress, uh, Paul. So yeah. anybody that would take from here, you still have, you can show so. proof. There you go. Oh, right. That's the legal arm of the uh, '80s Jeff PR firm. Yeah, <laughs> '80s Jeff PR. <laughs> now go to standing hell. Standing up for your rights. Go yeah, to hell. Be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that seems good. Now fuck, fuck off. Be fine. Here you go. So yeah, let's an airplane. Go for it. Let's move to the quiet project to the a, loud one. You uh, the you released uh, a. Available version of Winslow. Yeah, the movie uh, Torgo and I made last year uh, is now available online on a, uh, for rental uh, to help pay for the movie I foolishly invested all my money in. Uh, it's uh, on Vimeo. If you type in Cosmic Films, spelled K-O-Z-M-I-C space F-I-L-M-S. It'll come up to the page that has the, the movie on it. The movie's called Winslow. For some reason, when you type in Winslow, it doesn't come up. I don't know. You know the you game. You can't Winslet. You can't. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was. Uh, There's supposed to be a Facebook web page too, and I tried that, and it was all Kate Winslet or a stable that called the Winslet Stable. Probably going to be <laughs> a, a stable of, guys. of horses of horses. Oh, okay. of, like a horse stable. Uh, right. Because it should be Winslet Films or fi- movie. It's like you know www.facebook.com/slash/Winslet/movie. Uh, but for some reason, maybe just because it hasn't got enough likes yet, it's not popping up high enough on Big you. hint there. Yeah. Big hint there, Internet. So you guys know the game of trying to get your website to pop up. Oh, yeah. When we started up. this yeah. website, we so. if you looked up Ugly Couch Show, you got 50 websites of ugly couches. Exactly. So and now um, you only get like eight. Yeah. yeah. And we're... We're, we're like one. in the middle. Yeah, you're, no, you're narrowing it down. One. We're number one. Yeah, we're, we're actually number one. Wow. Number, number one, one for Ooh. ugly couches. Actually, that's if you right. type in ugly co, then you get ugly couch show. It's, yes, we've gotten that far. Wow, that's, that's awesome. pretty good. Now, I haven't looked at ugly the site company. In a couple days. Do we still have the ugly site? We will have the ugly site for a long time. Barry yeah. is in Walt Disney World. Ah. And so <laughs> there is no programming in Walt Disney World. A dream Except is a wish brain. your hair yeah, makes really. <laughs> when you're Barry with the man lady hair. That's, that's okay because now we're just the Ugly Couch Show live journal. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and that's solid work. Uh, but yeah, mm, check out the movie. Wow. Master Torgo's in it. And he's uh, uh, Commander and I were talking about the other day. Uh, 
you're you're quite good in a movie, man. You yes. did, very good. You yes. did a really nice job. It's kind of you to and say he's bold, I, folks. I, he shows his ass. He does show more ass. than my goddamn ass. And, uh, he shows more than his goddamn. He shows ass. his ass and uh, takes rotting and shit in water in the face. And perhaps uh, I'd forgotten that part. I'd blocked that out. Now, now I can't get it away. <laughs> perhaps eighties Jeff's favorite part when we dress him up like yes. David Bowie. Yes. So <laughs> there's plenty of humility for. Uh, Oh. For Torgo in the movie, so if you, it's, it's, it's uh, his oh. tribute to Ziggy Stardust. There. <laughs> yeah, well, Lysander, I've worked with Lysander before. Oh yeah, Lysander uh, Abadia here in town. He's awesome. He's, he's very good. He was a great yeah, guy. he's really good in it. He was funny because his character, my mom was funny about it. She's like, that guy. He was really annoying me at the beginning, but he kind of won me over by the end. <laughs> but he's, oh, and I was I like, exactly, you know. I was you like, want that's a blurb good. on that. One. Yeah, it's really nice, but yeah, because he is the Alexander Ark, if you will. That is not him at all. That's that's no, acting. totally that's not, unlike yeah, him. Because yeah. I, I know I've worked with him, and he's yeah, he's a very sweet, late. friendly yeah. gentleman. But he plays a rather high energy ADD sort of fella in the movie, and he's quite quite humorous in it. So it's a lot of fun to do, and now I'm just trying to. Uh, play that game of getting people to watch the movie that uh crazy game of doing all that we're almost up to 75 likes on the facebook page in a week that's not too shabby no. considering it's been just me telling my friends there's to a do it. local film festival in the spring and i'm trying to remember the name of it is you i uh submitted to them and they were not interested in my movie really yeah so they can suck it Whoa! Uh, <laughs> All right, zing! In Las Vegas, wow. at film festival. I'm joking. Make sure you boycott that. Folks. Uh, no, quite the opposite. You should totally support them because uh, I do know that they, they obviously do. have good taste. They, yeah, exactly. There's that, and they uh, they do support local filmmaking, and yeah. so I'm all for certain that. local filmmakers. Uh, yeah. I think they looked at mine and they were like, that had to be Hollywood. It couldn't have been local. There you go. Too slick for your right own good. In. Yeah, it was too good. They were just like, that can't be some local idiot. Give it to me in own. English, yeah. Doc. Uh, so <laughs> where's my fucking cookie? Um, so it was one of those. Uh, but no, it's been a blast. And uh, everybody seems to really like it. And um, and if you're looking for something to uh, get your mind off of uh, the world right now, that's definitely a good movie to watch. It's a happy, fun uh, laugh uh, about friendship and crazy people. And it's a lot of fun. I was really happy with how it turned out. It's a feel-good, low-budget film of the year. I'll take that. I'll <laughs> yeah. take that any day, man. There's the blurb right there. Yeah. So. The... Uh now, if you want an easy way to access it, you can go on to Ugly Couch Show's Facebook page. We do have a link in our goodies to the Vimeo. Yes. Which I thank yes, you, gentlemen, do. for doing. No, no worries. And uh, it's uh, what, $5 to rent, $10 to own. $10 to download, for to have for the rest of your life. Uh, what I'm trying to do is raise enough money through this venue to possibly then make hard copies of DVDs or Blu-rays, and then we'll, we'll do that. I have a feeling a lot of my friends and family are waiting for that. <laughs> sure <laughs> which i appreciate and that's awesome and i get i would like to have one myself <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh there's you know money's got to be shelled out up front to make those hard copies Word. sure the the beauty of the online world is it's less money to shell out front to make that happen so uh yeah help support it it's a lot of fun and uh and it would be kind of cool to be one of those guys that made their own thing happen online and uh i know it happens every now and then uh, we were saying there's that other movie, uh, Thor at the Bus Stop, or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, that was, and they're actually they're just wrapping up their next one too, though, yeah. which is Popovich and the Spirit of the American West. There you go. Another local, uh, couple of local filmmakers that made a little movie, put it online, did well, and then they finally got a distribution deal with Walmart. Yeah, I think, they got for a they while. Got, they're in Walmart, yeah. and uh, yeah. 
So if uh, we get enough people interested, something like that could happen for us. Uh, I'm looking at other venues of getting it out there, working on a website, and uh, possibly trying to get it on YouTube. I got to see. I think you can do VOD on YouTube, video on demand, but I have yet to figure out how you do that, and, and possibly Amazon.com too eventually. So, but check it out. It's a lot of fun. I would really greatly appreciate it. Indeed. I guess it's disingenuous for me to say there. I'm the fourth or fifth name on the credits, so I guess it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. It's a good deal. It's a lot of fun. So, gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? I witnessed, you witnessed. a geeky thing. Okay. It's actually the permi... You, the perm, permeation? Permi. Permeation? Permeation? No, you're thinking Pumi, the, the poet. Something has permeated. Permeated? Gone permeated. through something, into something else. Geek culture permeating mainstream. Yeah. I'm standing in the uh, the uh, frozen food aisle at my local Smith's. That's how all good stories are. <laughs> where it happens. You know? it's now, where the action happens. And I'm not listening to how the couch show, so I wasn't laughing and, you know, making a complete <laughs> fool of myself. Not Although every time I nothing. pass the crunch berries, I still got to <laughs> chuckle a bit. But... But... <laughs> How could you not? Yeah, I'm standing next to the ice cream case, and this uh, mother and daughter walk up. Oh, it, and, this is uh, hot. Not, not, yeah. Hold on, I got to belt. Yeah, you should. This isn't geeky at all, but you I'm telling you loud anyway. Oh yeah, tell it slower. Is this blue heaven? You should so, be allowed. And mother and daughter section. walking up in the frozen food you know, section. You know, we're not. Ta- we're not even you talking. Melt all this uh, stuff. The mother is not terribly old. She's younger than Paul. Getting better. And what? Yeah, and the daughter <laughs> A babe in the woods. Daughter so under is uh, mid-teens. <laughs> and they're walking up and the daughter just reaches out for the ice cream case and starts to open it. And the mother does this big arcing sweep with her hand and goes... These are not the foods you're looking for. (laughs) 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 Geek mom rules. No geek shirts, no geek jewelry, nothing whatsoever on either of them Mm -hmm. to say anything geeky. Haircut. Totally middle America. <laughs> you couldn't smell them down the way. No, nope, nope. they smelled they nice. They didn't look like fucking Wookies. No, nope, no. Nope. They were, you know, the legs import- shaved. The important part of that story is that the 14-year-old girl got the reference. This means that she was watching the real Star Wars. The, the girl started, the, she, the girl kind of half slammed the door shut, and she said, yeah, I know, not these droids, and like, uh, stomped uh, off. Cute. So uh, it was just like, hating wow. Star Wars. In retrospect, yeah. these were the droids we're looking for. Yeah. Damn. Really. How appropriate. So. Uh, I saw Gravity. Ooh. I did too. Don't spoil it. I enjoyed you it. You don't it was see it, good. you feel it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you really do get drawn I got in. swept into it, and I I don't care if there's a thousand holes in the physics. It's a delight. If there are a thousand holes, I don't know. I don't care. I, it is a ride, and you go, I went for the ride and was fully engaged the whole time i would say if you have any desire to see this movie i agree with what everyone's saying see it on a big screen yeah and yeah. see it in 3d uh there are a couple shots yeah. in that movie that are amazing like well it was it's one of the few that wasn't converted it was yeah. shot in 3d, in 3D or so. shot for 3d i'm not sure which i i yeah. didn't catch the whole, the whole article but you don't yeah. know whether it's in or for I, I think there's a pretty good chance i'll see it next <laughs> you week can my shoot dad for 3d which means i'll see it yes. in 2D. wait for a 3d oh, okay. Because huh? <laughs> he can't watch 3D. You shoot a film yeah. for 3D because you frame things to come at the camera. Well, you know, actually but shooting use in 3D, you actually have the... Uh, a 3D camera. camera. It was shot in 4D. Yes. 
So I think it's shot with the dual lens cameras. I think the you're right, though. I think it yes. was shot with the binocular camera. The binocular camera gotcha. so was shot in 3D, I believe. Binocular. The term. 2D. Binocular yeah. in 3D. Uh, it's. Uh, when you when I was done with that movie, I sat there uh, for a good while and just was, took it in. And I also realized I have no idea how they shot probably ninety eight percent of that. No, movie. I don't know if it's all blue screen and they if it's all blue screen, it's an amazing job. If it's partial blue screen, it's an amazing that think, movie no, needs shot, to. Actually, they, they, it's, they shot it right seen, there in space. Yeah, it looks Hush. like they fucking did. It looks like they Hush. shot it. You didn't know it was in space. No spoilers. No, you no didn't bat- know it was in space. I know it's in Batman. Space. I don't know how to break it to you, Paul. It's in space. I know it's in fuck, space. Fuck, fuck. No spoilers. No, no point in seeing it now. <laughs> it's in we space. just on Earth. Before I go, before I go any further. Well, I just want to happen on Earth. I just want to do it. It's a moment of time. It just happened on Earth. It just happened on Earth. I want to know. I thought it was great. All the interviews I've seen so far, they talk about there's a new process that they used to do the zero G scenes. Yeah. And they have not described it at all. No, they won't. Because I guess up until like two or three weeks before they started shooting, they were going to do it like they did for Apollo 13, where they were going to shoot it in the the, vomit uh, comet, the vomit comet, and just you know do you know which would take thirty or forty five second scenes at a time. Oh, would have taken forever for the amount uh, of footage. Somebody couldn't hack it, right? Somebody had a problem. Uh, Well, Sandra Bullock was was not happy about it, but was going to do it, and I guess George Clooney was all about it. Of course, he uh, was. They were disappointed. Maybe they did it in water the day before. Or like no. Sandra Bullock says, like the day before, the <laughs> week before they started shooting, she found out they weren't going to have to do it, and she was I mean, relieved. It's, but it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a patient. I mean, you need to be cool with. I mean, I bet the opening shot of that movie yeah. is maybe ten minutes long without a cut. No spoilers. Wow. I mean, it's a really master cool. shot of a CGI. Uh, yeah. And it just the camera just keeps moving around. It's I got really the beautiful. impression it was somewhere in mood to moon. Is that is that a good? Uh, I, you know what? I've not seen that movie. Oh. Fucker. You need to fix that. Uh, yeah. No spoilers. I wouldn't compare the two. <laughs> no? I don't. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I loved the. I love the, the giant up. space serpents. They were awesome. Ooh, the Jabberwockies. There we go. Yeah, there Tano were like shows up. It's awesome. Yeah. Walk and without rhythm. Big what about the one that breathes smile. flames? The flame breathing one yeah. in space. Like, mm. how does it do that? But it yeah. makes sense. They explain it. And then Cthulhu shows up. Cathulo, when no he shows and up, then that's awesome. Awesome. Egg, when Frank Poole's body comes <laughs> drifting by the screen, that was just awesome. And then all of a sudden, uh, the uh, uh, Lost in Space robot shows up. Dude's great. Dude's saved in the credits. Uh, like Samuel Jackson doesn't show up. Will Robinson. Yeah. Danger. Danger, Sandra Bullock. Danger. That's why Neil deGrasse Tyson was tweeting like crazy. <laughs> there you go. It's a really fun movie. It's oh I. Well, I don't know if it's a fun. It's a really. It, <laughs> I it's an engrossing well, movie. It, it's, it's an engrossing movie. Like. It I, did not seem like it was 90 minutes long. I mean, it literally, yeah. it was like, you were just, the pacing was so good and you were yeah. so engaged in it. It's like, it's over already? Yeah, it was really a good movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> yes. I, I would say go see that movie and I would probably, upon not seeing it more than once, rate it at least an eight on my 10 points. All right. Nice. And flood Paul with spoiler tweets I'm gonna and go texts. No and more talk. <laughs> And uh, yeah, seriously, th- I, I almost never suggest people go see things in 3D, so but sorry. this one, go see it in 3D. I agree. There you go, 3D. And I, who would have guessed George yeah. Clooney has like a 12-inch dick? Yeah, exactly. Surprising, uh, just for really? no reason, they really? show. You yeah, were surprised with that? The full front nudity, just out of nowhere. I don't know. I still think that <laughs> was... Well, that's uh, what gravity <laughs> does. <laughs> or the lack thereof. I think that was forced perspective. Do you? Oh! 
It's a movie shot in space, but Clooney and Bullock are the heavenly bodies. Hey, hey, ding a wing, ding. The impressive part was the size of Sandra Bullock's penis. How many rock stars did you drink here? I haven't drank any rock stars. I just wish he wouldn't throw confetti after he did that. (laughs) These are the jokes, people. This is the show. This is it. Isn't that glitter? I I didn't get that. Don't be afraid to use your nails, girls. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) So. I'm gonna get just show you this because I no, want. Stop! What? Stop that! Stop it! Whoa! Ah, you see? Whoa. Yeah, now see that reaction Whoa. is not gonna translate. I can't yeah. tell you guys what picture I just showed these guys, <laughs> but this I'm working on this children's book with wait, wait, Andy. Wait, 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 hey, no spoilers! <laughs> wow! Don't give it away. It doesn't. It Did does you not do fit that like something that you would make a joke of, Paul. Uh-huh. The, the, the book you're working on would have a joke that you would make on the show. <laughs> is depicted now. It does. Then it doesn't. What do you mean? It doesn't. Make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. How does it not make any sense? <sighs> there's a no strong ass, allusion no to young person oral sex. It's, you see, yeah. it's so. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Andy, it how did that me, happen? It made me laugh. I'm like, how did um, it not happen? Can we change? And he goes, what? And I go, just take a look at that panel again. He's like, oh, once it is seen, it cannot be unseen. Like, no shit, dude. The problem, uh, the problem is, and, and this is a, a small, there is a lot of sausage in this book, literal sausage in this book. Yeah. And eventually you get numb to it. You forget seeing that sausage can be seen as something else. That's Getting true. numb to the sausage. And, and let that be a lesson to all of you budding comic book writers out there. Uh, if you include sausage in your story, it becomes a problem for the writer. It yes. can it can be a hurdle. That's right. Or for the artist. For the that's artist. Case. That's usually. what I meant. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, so much sausage. If you're subjected oh, to a lot of sausage, that. you eventually become numb to it. There's that, too. <laughs> I lived in Chicago for 10 years. I can vouch for that. <laughs> Any other geeky things you want to get off your chests? Oh, my. Uh, Grand Theft Auto is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I played this really cool game called Pathfinder. That is a goddamn cool game. That's a cool game. Cool game. Uh, Pathfinder, the adventure card game, and not the, the role-playing game, which is fine in its own merit. But yeah. uh, It's some strange hybrid between a deck builder and role-playing game. Right. Yep. You're building your character. You have a character deck that you start with that comes with the game, but that character deck expands as you go through adventures based on what you are able to do with your, uh, your searching in the game. It's, it's an interesting little hybrid. Did you guys play one more time after I left? Uh, we played at least one more time. Mm-hmm. I'll have and, to keep an eye uh, out. And, and we fixed some problems that we ah. <laughs> we learned. We learned things. Problems, oh, yes. horrible things. Oh, there was some Borg activity. Was there problems on your end yeah. or problems within uh, the game? Just, just Borg activity. Just uh, rules clarification. Okay. Yes. Wait, Is Kirsten we... having flashbacks to experience? No, we we no. The, we played the the. What the hell is a Star Trek collectible? It, yeah, Star Trek uh, collect, uh, not De- collectible, deck builder. deck builder. Deck building card game, and, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, we played it's it wrong a lot. Group versus uh, is a board. really hard game. Pretty much any group versus game is a hard game. Generally, they make but them the damn di- all hard. The difference between this Pathfinder and the Star Trek one, the Borg one, it was that the, uh, the rules for the Star Trek one are written in Swahili. No, they're horrible rules. <laughs> God. My understanding is they've since released a... Point, 2.0 version of it with better rules, but that's not what I bought. So, wah, yep. wah, wah, how does this wah. shit get through Q and A? Q A. I mean, the playtesters. But I mean, yeah. even uh, Pathfinder, which has a fantastic rule book. When I went online to the the frequently asked questions, 
rules addendums all over the place for clarification. It seems like most every game, if you get it all beyond any kind of basic game, that's going to happen. You know, people are just going to, I mean, look at, I, I'm going to go way back, but look at like Axis and Allies. I mean, that's a pretty in-depth Mm. rule book i mean that's a 40 50 page rule book and yet there's still rules that every time you play with it with people who know the game they're like all right and i'll answer these four or five questions that are always asked before do you, you play start with the, the free game. parking rule um the and allies? Yeah. it yeah. depends on who is uh playing the axis got it yeah if it's a first timer <laughs> playing the axis and yeah we play free parking but if we've uh yeah a- but that makes world war ii go on for like seven or eight years <laughs> It's like MASH. <laughs> Who would want something like that? That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Why would you fight a war that long? Oh, Lord. No, we didn't have these problems when we played nuts. That almost reminds me of that. I don't know if it was a... <laughs> nuts? You were my... no, no, Speaking no, no. of nuts, yes. no, that reminds me of a, thing, a holiday. Thing. I don't know if it was a goof or not, but I was reading online the other day that, that Monopoly is going to take off the uh, go directly to jail. Oh, I'd heard about that of the of the game board. And well, I didn't know if it was it was real or fake. But they have the, a new version of the game that's like uh, an abridged version, and it does get rid of jail, going to jail, and it's like a sped up version of the game because kids aren't willing to take so long to play a board game anymore. Short attention span, Monopoly. Yeah, well, that's the idea. I think it's bullshit. Well, it's well just, I guess the question is, does it make I, it a better game or not? I don't no. think it's their fault. It's the quickening. None of us have as much time as we used to. I just find it amusing, like on the whole. You I know, hate the, the quickening. The it is amusing point. on the whole. The whole. I feel like the quickening. The really whole point only of the game is to buy immortal. up things and to buy everything on the board, and not go to jail. Yeah. And that's like very representative of corporate America. Yeah. Wow. There it is. It's there very it is. indicative I, of our time. I threw it out there. Yeah. I no, it's very it. indicative I dropped, of our time. I dropped <laughs> the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Dangerous. That's right, corporate Danger. America. Fuck you from the Ugly Couch Show. What are you going to do about it? This yeah. week on the Ugly right Roundtable. <laughs> this week on the Ugly Roundtable talk. <laughs> that is everybody because of our friends at Neurobliss. <laughs> that fucking corporation. What? Excuse me. <laughs> Ladies oh, and gentlemen. No, he did that on purpose. I know. know. You asshole. <laughs> Neurobliss is the reduced stress the, the that you want. Not only are you drinking smart and renac- relaxing the neuro way, this is a delicious flavored beverage which has the tropical citrus lychee flavor. First you show the book early. <laughs> Guys, only 35 tiny minuscule calories per bottle. I just had a Danish from uh, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven's <laughs> Danish is approximately, oh God, it's right here. Twenty on the of I know. But twenty. Ha- twenty of them. No, I don't know how many. How many times? Seven hundred calories. No. Nope. Twenty. Four hundred and fifty. So Four hundred fifty calories. Ten and a half. Fifty uh, percent of your daily allowance of saturated fat. Four hundred fifty calories. Almost fifteen. Four hundred and sixty yeah. calories. You can have fifteen neuroblisses, or you can have one Danish. Folks, have neurobliss. Because hold or, on, hold in on. Paul's I case, have uns- both. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm. Well, yeah, you- for those listeners, for those Paul, math nobody's listeners, gonna be it's, able to drink it's not Euro actually bliss. 15 times. I know that, but that was a gross guesstimation. All right. Uh, I just had another <laughs> delicious estimation. sip. That saved us. Yeah. Mm. It didn't. Guys. But it would, but did. What? This, this drink enhances mood. It provides it? focus <laughs> concentration. Promotes a positive. <laughs> then, no, what's, then what's no. your excuse? I have no evidence of this. <laughs> wow. You know what? 
The first statement is the problem. It enhances the mood. It doesn't say what mood. It enhances That's the right. mood that you're in. You ever yeah. hear so Bill Cosby's mood, bit about cocaine? <laughs> if you're in a shitty mood, it just enhances your shitty mood. If you're in a crazy mood, it just enhances that mood. Which reminds, know. Has anybody actually at one of the comic conventions actually done cosplay where they wore the sweaters and the, zub, zub, did zub, the yellow thing? Cosplay. The no. I, think, I think that's called blackface for most of us. <laughs> there you go, Andy. <laughs> there you go, Andy. Thanks so for making it racial. How I love you. How I love you. Although on a indirect tangent, when I was researching the show today, I saw that Metallica officially released Christmas sweaters Aww. that look a lot like the Cosby-style sweater. With like Metallica? Yeah, with crosses up and down a la you know, Astro Puppets. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's crazy he- looking. It's cute. Did you it works. The, did you see the heavy metal map? My brother posted this on Facebook. No, I it, was, it, it was a metal. map of where the most heavy metal bands were per capita. And it was like Norway. It's like everything's oh, constantly yeah. in Norway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's king angry. metal. It's a Scandinavian angry, metal. All that coldness huh. makes you angry. <laughs> you have to stay angry to stay warm. I don't mean right. to make a gross statement that all heavy metal Another is gross angry. Animation? I don't mean gross to imply that heavy metal is angry, but to me it sounds angry. Uh, the good stuff is. Well, that's yeah. the joyful. <laughs> that's the I joy. like puppies! I like them very much! I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Thank you for I'm not a fan brain. of them, so I don't mean to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fact I'm check, sorry. Andy, is still going <laughs> through right. the podcast adjustment phase. Uh, we all make mistakes. All right. He I'm went after that mic like a real metal man. Uh, he did. He did. <laughs> he couldn't help himself. All right. Because usually like, I, I talked about Neuroblip. I gave him the book. I yelled, fine, I will go. I will leave the country. <laughs> no, this is becoming more entertaining because of you. Thank you. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. News you don't give a shit about. Hey. News you don't give a shit about. Uh, Terry Rossio. Uh, it's the co-writer of The Lone Ranger. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Has been tapped to work on the Masters of the Universe uh-huh. movie. <laughs> I thought of you, Paul, when I saw this. Columbia's big street take on the popular now, 1980s Mattel toy line. The Lone Ranger movie? Yes. Fucking hell. And John M. Chu, the helmer of yep. G.I. Joe Retaliation, is no yep. longer attached to direct. Oh, oh no! No, that's oh, good, though. You no. don't want that guy directing it, do you? Well, in, in but, current, dude, out of the frying pan. All right, keep the going. The devil um, you know. You know in current words. talks, McG. Oh, Christ. Ah, See? Ah, See? Ah, what did I fucking tell you? Oh, actually, wow. Okay. <laughs> you said that just to hurt him. Well, actually, I, I made that last part up. Because I wanted, <laughs> you did say it just to hurt him. I wanted to see the face. Hey, Paul, the good news is... Uh, There's no good news. No, the good, the good news, news is this. The with, good news is the toy line is almost wrapped up. Paul, the good I'm, news is God with this new it. writer, Johnny Depp's going to be in the Masters of the Universe movie. <laughs> It might even be directed by Tim Burton. Well, he'll play Skeletor. I'll say, I'll say this: <laughs> Johnny Depp is Skeletor. Maybe a wacky, slightly effeminate Skeletor. I mean, you know, uh, the uh, the Masters Universe Classics line has done a lot to keep the brand up and hopping, and really vibrant for these last couple of years. And you know, I think especially like this month, they're probably this stuff is probably uh, you know very fluid right now. Because they're seeing the kind of money and numbers that these this toy line is generating. I swear to you, man, they're going to make millions this month. Or at least hundreds of thousands I, just off of a small fan base because of the stuff that's coming out in October and November. 
it's pretty crazy. Uh, you're you're living in a very niche world. I I, I have I not agree. heard anybody talk about He Man except for you. You're the only person in the last ever talks about twenty He-Man. years. I, well, I tell you, I think the thing is, the thing is, it's there just under the skin, and people don't no because the brand you know has not been pushed that hard. Just like a tick. It's not like Transformers because Transformers was under the skin, but it made sense that it became because I enough people knew. I think it. I, think, I don't hear anybody talk about He Man, but you, man. I mean, Ma- no offense. But. Wait, just wait. I'm telling you, wait till Masters hits. Wait till it hits. Wait till they do the push because it's the same thing I got. I did a bit on Transformers before the movie came out in a Second City show. It got in and it was very prescient, you know, as to where it was going. And now it would have been like, you know, forget oh, about here, it. Here's the thing, though, is it's. The, I got to go I'm the saying, way of Lone I got Ranger. That, that same that same <clears throat> attitude was there for Transformers. People are like, "What is this? Who even cares?" And uh, what about Long Ranger? I will the, the reaction be the same. I mean, well, I mean, if it's written there, the there's same, a, there's if a it's place for it. But same that, that show was that that movie was written like 18 different times, and that's also not shitty. a product line that's already existed. Yeah, it's gonna, it's probably gonna suck. But I mean, I'm sure it'll do fine at box office. I just, I don't think it's quite as prevalent as you think it is. Well, I'm telling you, I don't even know what's going to do. I'm final telling box you, office. it just needs. Yeah. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee anything, but it just needs that extra little push, like Transformers got, and I think it could happen again. What it needs is respect for the original material. Yeah, because there's no respecting that original that's exactly material. Because <laughs> that's part of why people didn't go to the Lone no, Ranger. No, no, because no, no, like, no. I went back and watched a couple of those the other day just for the hell of it. And oh, the I cartoon? Could not, yes, I could not. What stand episodes it. did you watch? Ah, oh, I mean, it's, it's for children. Because, it is a kid's yeah, show. Did you watch? There's Spot's no denying brain, that. Or did you watch Trouble with Tribbles? It, precisely. There's a world of precisely. <laughs> but, I mean, really though, I've got. I, I, I mean, you know, James Etock. Uh, uh, he has done an amazing job of, of, of keeping the flame alive many, many years. And I just got his compendium guide to the entire Master series, and he's got the best episodes listed there. And I can point you in the right direction to some shit that'll mm-hmm. flip your lid. You know, but well, don't you know. get me. I'd love to see it do well. I, I mm-hmm. seriously would. I'd be I for just, no other reason. I would just like to see a different adventure movie that's good. I'm just you know, telling you, I'm and just a different you, world than what we normally see now. I understand what you're saying as Conan far as with like fur pants. Well, sure, if it's good, I got it's no problem. It's gonna be John with that. Carter of Mars. <sighs> That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I understand what you're saying, um, and and I understand how you feel like it's kind of in this in this niche ghetto, but I, ghetto. I I really think the same thing held for Transformers, and the the thing is, there's such passion behind the line. And the people that really care about it really care about it in that same I kind think of way. There's a wider fan base that. for Transformers but, than there is for He Man. Well, I'm telling you, it's no, once, I, I think, gets, once it breaks through, that infectious enthusiasm right. can really snowball. If it's if good, it happen, yeah. if it's good, yeah. And, and that's but and if that's, it's Battleship, you're screwed. And well, it's where the Lone Ranger thing falls apart. Uh, there's not a lot in the young generation or even my generation that know about that Lone know Ranger. much Lone Ranger yeah. or even I our mean, parents. It had generation. some syndication when I was growing up, but not a whole right. lot. Mm-hmm. But people of my generation who now have you know two and th- three kids are going to go see a He-Man movie for the same reason they saw a Transformer movie because like I loved that when I was a kid. Now I want to see it live well, action and on and to to speak on their behalf too. They have done a really great job of getting it back out there. 
they you know you mm-hmm. can watch those episodes on Hulu now and Netflix uh, or, or and Netflix. Stuff, it, yeah. They took some of it away from Netflix, but you can watch the episodes. The car, the the comic book is now back in publication. Not one, but two titles ongoing. You know, and DC's making a big push with that. And the toy lines, the toy line is ongoing, but also like they're they're branching it out to all kinds of other uh, licensed properties. You've got the pop minifigs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. You know, There's the a lot more. Licensing it exactly. No, they're clearly pushing the for the movie. They're, they're clearly they're, they're aiming the it movie. for the movie. So, I, I yeah. think there's two or three lines of the My Little Pony comics out there. So you know, it's uh... I and but you're talking about the exact same time, and you're talking about the boys version. Or the Smurfs mm-hmm. uh, that because that was exactly the same time He Man was blowing up. Yeah, I mean, I never would have thought there'd be a second Smurfs movie, and sure enough, there is. There you go. Yeah, well, GI Joe. That's the power of Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. That, that first G.I. Joe movie. You're not that far off. Also, once well, you built the but models, whether it was it or not, like the second movie. Whether it was it or not, it was successful. Yep. There was the second movie successful? The G.I. Yeah, Joe no. second one? Uh, it, yeah. it was not. It, I, I've heard it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe I so saw I'm, it. I'm kind of relieved that, that that other guy is off the property because he seems kind of like a Wonga Bonga Blah, John Chu, whatever. I was like, man, I didn't give a fuck about what he was doing. So, yeah, more, more on this later as directors develop. Oh, I'm man. sure it'll go through six directors and nine writers before they God, realize. I would, you know, I'm every fanboy with this, but I would love to have a hand in it somehow. Just oh, anything. Send in your spec script, man. Oh, Send man. it in, man. I, 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 time. I did, in. I did, take do some crib noting about a spec script, setting it in the real world and going going through the Adora storyline. Where okay. instead of making it, you know, Hordak is the leader of the evil horde, he's actually a business tycoon and Adora is his, you know, underling helper, uh, slash daughter. I think you should make daughter. it. So you made it an eighties movie. I think basically, you, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Wall Street meets meets Conan. I think you yeah. should adjunct this to your earlier work, and I think you should have the Fall Guy Mr. T appear. Ah, that would be the ultimate eighties movie uh, of special hey. effects. <laughs> Which reminds me, did you ever get that? What? The tape. You were no, no, still buried somewhere. The tape. I forgot. You guys got to send me something on Facebook to remind me to go try and find that. Have my parents try and find that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. News you don't give a shit about. Uh, X-Files creator Chris Carter is hard at work prepping his new Supernatural series. As we said before, it's called The After. And the new Amazon online series will be set at the moment of the apocalypse. Uh, note that this uh, last time, this story was in Weekend Geek. Uh, it is no longer in that category. <laughs> Deadline is reporting that Jamie Kennedy. Yes, that Jamie oh! Kennedy. Oh! He's a star. Adrian Pazdar of Heroes and Aldous Hodge of Leverage are the first actors to sign on for the what? thriller. What? What is Chris Carter on? Which is, is going to be written and directed by Carter. Kennedy will play a professional clown. Ah! <laughs> That's a stretch. Pazdar will portray a Beverly Hills businessman. <laughs> Hodge will play an escaped convict who claims Jamie he is innocent. Kennedy, you crack addict, son that, of a fuck. Goddamn movie of his, the, the documentary he made. It's oh, an interesting it's movie. Heckler? Heckler, yeah. yeah that is I mean, an interesting movie It in was a weird such way. a great concept to start with, and then he, like, 10 minutes into he said, oh, I think I'll switch directions and whine about people making yeah, fun of me. He couldn't line. handle it. He couldn't handle the truth. It was yeah. rough. God. He's so bad. Uh, no Sorry, word. dude, you're terrible. No word on when the series might debut, though Amazon has a habit of releasing pilots before making full series orders, so we might get a look sooner than we think. So, yeah, there you go, Chris Whatever, Carter. Whatever, man. Show. They must wow. enjoy the same kind of weed. 
ass hats. I can't hats. think of anything he's been anywhere near that I've If liked. you guys have never seen, I think it was last year or two years ago, in L.A., there was this locally broadcast New Year's Eve celebration that he was the host of. Did you see this shit? <laughs> oh, I did see some of that. It just oh all falls apart. <laughs> Cut to the wrong stuff. It gets just it swears all over TV and nastiness and just dumb. It's amazing. It's it wasn't amazing. It basically, let's all do a New Year's Eve special, but we'll all go ahead and, and, and get wasted while we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, everybody's drunk doing it, and it just, it's just terrible. It's just it's Jamie Kennedy at his finest. I mean, who knows? Maybe this would be a big surprise. Maybe he's turned his life around, got some real acting lessons, and now he's got a real serious, meaty role that he's going to go win full I gusto. somehow he just makes James Cameron laugh. James Cameron probably has a real fucked up sense of humor. James Cameron. James Cameron. Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Okay. I'm sorry. Because I'm like, what? Yeah, no, he's, he's good movie. friends with James Cameron, too. <laughs> James Cameron. Little known fact, James Cameron discovered Jamie Kennedy at the bottom of the ocean. Hey-oh. <laughs> in a giant, I mean, when he was scouting for the event. rock. <laughs> when he was like, <laughs> and, he, and he played that flying dragon thing in Avatar. Yeah, when he that was, was Jamie filming Kennedy. Abyss, he discovered uh, Jamie Kennedy under a rock in the bottom That's of the, the ocean. That's the real Jamie Kennedy experiment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, news you don't give a shit about. Uh, remember Wonka Vision? Yeah. The notion of sending a chocolate bar via signal so you can grab it right out of your set and eat it. Well, Japanese have come up with something similar, except that it's being uniquely Japanese. Vision, it's weirder and has more terrible concept than anything the Oompa Loompas can make. It's, it's called the Senti. panties. Sorry? It's made of octopus and panties. Oh, you're going to wish it was. <laughs> Senti has unveiled their new Hanayakiniku, or nose grilled meat system that promises to offer up the smell of hot off the grill yakinku through special scent cartridges you can plug into your smartphone and a proprietary app it's smell-o-vision <laughs> yeah oh. through your phone through your phone uh set to go on sale november 15th senti's hana uh, yakiniku set retails for 35.57 uh, dollars, it's 3,400 yen, and comes with a free smartphone app. Replacement cartridges run you about a thousand yen, which is 10 bucks, a little over. Uh, Senti breaks down the process in four easy steps. One, choose a menu item on your phone Sh- uh, short ribs, beef tongue, or buttered potato. Two, well, those ins- are your three only <laughs> options. <laughs> Insert the Senti cartridge. Three, Smell the sweet scents of your chosen menu item. And four, eat rice with the scent of grilled meat to cover up the fact that you're just eating rice. Senti envisions their app as being a perfect for college students, women watching their weight, and couples looking to save money instead of going out for expensive meals. <laughs> watching their weight! Eat more rice, fatty. <laughs> what the fuck? Stupid man Atkins is flipping in his grave. Is it, uh, I mean, isn't that what ramen's been doing all this time? It smells like meat, but you're just eating the noodles. Uh, but I believe yeah. there's actual meat. Oh, there's broth flavor. That's right. Somewhere. There's flavor Ooh. in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Those, those little packets are one of the reasons I left Boston. Is, uh, I was considering making pork Kool Aid out Talk of the old packages. Vision. What? Like, that's time to go. <laughs> and you blame Boston when I'm, for that? When I'm this poor. Oh, you were. I was going to say, why did I have to leave Boston? Because you know, in Boston, it's the big thing making pork Kool Aid. Yeah, everybody's making really pork Kool Aid. Baked beans and co- pork Kool Aid. <laughs> Everybody gets out. It's Fourth of July. It's baked beans and pork Kool Aid. You can't Boston swing a like cat, pork man. Pork Kool Aid. <laughs> we are talking about the place where Necco wafers come from. There you so go. You know. uh, I'm amazed it didn't follow you. You know that, that yeah. desire. Uh, 
Happy St. Patrick's Day. Here's your pork Kool-Aid. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the corned beef and cabbage Kool-Aid? Uh, uh. <laughs> wow, and you can get a hook out of Paul. You've known you've hit the culinary low. Cabbage, a vegetable. You mentioned a you vegetable. Did. What do you expect? That's really all it takes. Anything veg- vegetable. You didn't even... He didn't even flinch at the Necco wafers. No, no. no. Necco well, wafers are fine. Uh, they're, they're like a, a no, not as no, good they're Pez. Not. They're like a not as good Pez. What not are you going to do? Good. They're like a chalkier Pez. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're like a chalkier, less flavorful, harder, more dangerous Pez. You know those damn things date from the Civil War? Uh, the they originals. do? Is that yeah. why they're so hard? Not, yes. Not all of them, but, you know, the originals. Most. There's a few of them rolling around. Yeah. We can geek. We can geek. Exciting news. Brought to you by NeuroBliss. No, no. Well, maybe. And Neko Wafers. Here we go. Uh, BBC News has confirmed long-running rumors that the long-lost Doctor Who episodes had recently been found. Yeah. According to them, BBC Worldwide is set to confirm the exciting news at a press screening taking later this week at a number of early Doctor Who episodes have been found in all... 106 episodes from the early years of the beloved sci-fi series featuring the first two Doctors, uh, William Hartnell, the first Doctor, and Patrick Troughton's second Doctor, are currently missing because the BBC destroyed a staggering amount of original transmission tapes back in the 60s and 70s. However, and thankfully, a lot of those episodes had been transferred to film for the foreign broadcasters, which saved a few of those therefore thought forever lost episodes. Uh, Back in 91... Uh, the full four installments of the Tomb of the Cybermen, featuring Doctor uh, Number Two Patrick Trotton, were discovered in Hong Kong. Uh, this time, mm-hmm. the Lost Who episodes are rumored to come from Ethiopia. Uh, the BBC will also pop, probably announce how fans will be able to watch these recently found episodes later this week. Chances are they'll put them out as DVDs, like probably. the rest of the Who's. They were actually one thing I said talked about them putting them up for streaming right away. It's possible. I had no idea there were that many missing episodes. Hundreds. Oh, they, yeah, yes. they, uh, yeah, they they like crazy. cleaned out a vault Nobody. and just like burned like all the film prints. They didn't early TV stuff. They didn't hardly save any. Like, there's, oh, yeah. there's hardly any of the original uh, Tonight shows. Yeah, and yeah. forget about Sid Caesar show shows. Right, right. right. Any of those like yeah. classic shows we'd all love to see. But yeah. yeah thanks, thanks, television. Did they even record half of them, though? Well, they didn't have a way to record them really well. What they did, what the hell was that process called? They actually had a process where they pointed a film camera at a video monitor, and it looks like crap. But mm-hmm. That's sure. why those, those old things, they when they the, show them, look like crap. Right, the you get that weird white there. burn across the edges of everything. Well, no, and it, Makes yeah, sense. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a there was a Telesyn pro- process that I saw at the National Association of Broadcasters several years ago that was essentially that they had um, just yeah it was a video machine that projected onto it projected the video onto a uh, a 35 millimeter film strip and that was the only way they had to archive from like the the late 40s through the late 50s before they had magnetic media awesome. it's a it's a fascinating the thing is huge it's a huge machine and you know it's you know, obviously a way outdated technology, but that's all they had back then. Yeah. So, more Who coming to you. You Who fans. And a lot of buzz and plenty of rave reviews heading into its opening weekend led to some healthy box office predictions for Gravity last week. 
according to boxoffice.com, it was expected to haul in something like $40 million this <gasps> past weekend. Wow. Better and then yeah. it went and did a good deal better. Yeah. According to De- Deadline, the Sandra Bullock and George Clooney-led thriller raked in $55.5 million domestically in its opening weekend. That makes it the best opening film ever for a film releasing in October. And one of the top ten live action original, meaning non-sequel, film openings of all time. Completely original idea. Not only is Gravity the second biggest opening uh, for the director behind Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, but it's also the best opening weekend for both Bullock and Clooney. And that means after 16 years, Clooney can finally say that his best opening weekend ever is no longer Batman and Robin. Ah. <laughs> which held the top slot in his filmography for nearly two decades, with more than $42 million in its opening weekend in 97. Oh, wow. I'm surprised he can dodge that bullet with the, with the um, what was, uh, so Ocean's Eleven movies. Hmm? Probably the sequels are the ones that did better. Or probably the original. Uh, I'd say Sandra Bullock has the best opening in Hollywood no matter what. <laughs> oh, um, watch out. Here comes the confetti. <laughs> I think that was Paul Lynn. It's Paul Lynn. It's not. It's not <laughs> Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor guy. Really, oh, it really? sounds very similar. Well, okay. Rip Taylor was biting on Paul Lynn. What can I tell you? <laughs> well, why don't you call him Rip Lynn okay, and can, just can, get can, you, know, can you give us an you know, give us an example of both there of Rip Taylor. Yeah. Or Rip, Paul Ta- Ta- Rip Taylor's more like Rip Lynn or Paul Taylor. Like, would be more like Sandra Bullock's really pretty. She's a pretty girl. <laughs> and then, <laughs> wow, that's taking me back to Saturday mornings, <laughs> right? And then, and then. And then, uh, and then uh, uh, Paul, Paul Lind is is is, Paul Lind. <laughs> is, is more yeah is it? center square yeah exactly exactly. Let's see how far this gravity goes. And how about your Charles Nelson Riley? Uh, <laughs> this thing's never coming down. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> Have you not That's figured out by now that every one of his impressions is exactly the same? Whoa! Impression? Slow down. Oh, <laughs> oh fighting no. words! Holy no. shit! I, Holy shit! Step he's got ahead. like five. He's got okay, five voices. Sorry, sorry, I'll give him five or six voices. <laughs> <laughs> so many more. Um, a cavalcade. That's good to hear. I was surprised because I went, you know, this weekend opening weekend, and it was pretty empty on a. It was Friday night. It's like seven o'clock, and mm. I, I thought it would be busier, and it wasn't. I went last night in IMAX, and when I got there, the theater was empty. Yeah, but. I'm not kidding you, because it's IMAX. It's always like ridiculous trying to get a seat, especially at the Palms. So I, I went there like 20 minutes early, and I got my seat, and I'm sitting there, and I'm not kidding you, five minutes before the film started, the, the theater was packed. Are you kidding me? No. I'm absolutely... <laughs> How was the parking? He said he was not kidding you. I feel like you're kidding me. But I, I, just, I was surprised, you. because as empty as the theater was when I got there, it, does fill it up ended up being yeah. full. And, in fact, there were people clapping at the end of the movie. So. Are you kidding? No, are you kidding I'm me? I'm going to throw my microphone in. Both of Sorry, I couldn't help myself. I'm glad I'm not going to be here in the next myself. two weeks. I couldn't Jesus. help myself. You said it like four times. I just had to. I had to. So what he's saying is the movie was empty, and then it was full, and then they clapped. Wow. Here's, here's the death stare. Yeah, here's the death stairs. Here's how it went down. Here's what what down. I'm saying is clearly it did do well and it was busy yes. in a lot because it just did great box office. No. But I was a little disappointed. I was I was surprised when but I But anecdotally, Jeff's evidence points to this film being very attractive to tardy people. <laughs> Punctually Have a drink, folks. The punctual We, we don't handicap. call them that anymore, Paul. <laughs> Come on. 
It's 2013, man. <laughs> I usually don't go in for science fiction. It's but, 2013. Know, it's Daniel Bullock. I'm there. <laughs> I'm not going to miss Sandy. I'm not going to miss you, Sandy. I'm there. I'm not a science fiction guy. I'm just not. It's not my thing. I like my stories to be set on Earth. <laughs> but George I Clooney, like reality. But George Clooney. You love George Clooney. George Clooney good. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not? I couldn't. I would. I was like, "Are you sure I'm you want to go to this movie?" Call back the whole. I'm a man skeptical. <laughs> oh yeah. This, this is one of the five voices. I'm gonna say <laughs> one of the five. It's one of the five. It's one of the five. <laughs> I got a fuck ton. Got two down, three to go. Two down, three to go. We'll get there. So many. This is so Paul in after you took a blow to the head and got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just brain damage, Paul in. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not funny. No, it's not. <laughs> it's hilarious. You're setting aside that special place in hell for us. Oh, please. Special place? Uh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how occupied that space in hell is. Mm. <clears throat> it's going to be just like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode where they're shoving all the, the donuts in Homer's mouth. They're going to freaking do something like that to Paul. He's going to be like, more, more. More, yeah. more <laughs> ironic punishment. Watch department. some more He Man. Ooh, good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you have to watch, watch the same episode, episode over and over again. <laughs> Boo hoo. <laughs> Cry more, me a fucking river. More. Any popcorn? Uh, more. I will be able to speak right along with all the dialogue. Uh, oh boy! You see, if the uh, Goratorium closed this last week, I heard it did. last Tuesday. Like, Seriously, for good. Three weeks before Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> last Tuesday they awesome, were doing ten dollar haunts and two dollar drinks. <laughs> that was it. Like they couldn't oh. hold out three more weeks to get through Halloween. That yeah. is ridiculous. Chapter eleven. Yep. Wow. Uh, I mean, I'm not all that surprised. I mean, it was not publicized, and when it first came out, they. They tried to be cool and just say Goratorium and give you no information about I, what it was, I where it was, what like was happening. I do not like Eli Roth. Yeah, no, it was all... I flatly do not like him. I've yeah. never enjoyed his As a director films. or as an actor? The only thing I've ever liked from him was his Rotten Fruit claymation shorts from, mm. that, from uh, Cabin Fever. Is he an actor? But uh, yeah. Yeah, he was in... Uh, he was the Bear Jew. Yeah. In, uh, oh, in that's, right. Bastards. that's right. And, yeah, that's and, right. and again, and it was that was such a dumb piece of casting on Tarantino's part, in my, my opinion. But whatever. Uh, Goratorium was good though. Well, yeah, I remember people liking it. I enjoyed it. I hear it was a shitty place to work. Yeah, exactly. I've was heard it? that. I've heard it's really. And bad. that could be partly why it went bankrupt. I mean, if yep. you don't treat people well, that's exactly it. It, it carries over to the crowd that's yep. coming. You know, they can sense it whether they you know it or not. Feel the death. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they didn't they did hire s- me. Exactly. So what do they know? See? Exactly. But uh, they did say they were going to uh, come back as a pop-up uh, haunted house later on. In, meaning, uh, you mean like a pop-up book, like mean, a pop-up book. Yes, that's what I mean. No, like a else would not a place on the strip that they can't afford. Basically, what was that thing last year at the Stratosphere? That was a really good thing. The um, I don't know. I know I, what you're talking about. Yeah, you went to it. I, I, didn't, I don't know. It was um, it was like a steampunk horror show in in a disused restaurant. In well, the I vaguely remember that. I don't know this at all. And of course, Circus Circus has what, like six new haunted houses. Yeah, or something. the Fright Dome. Adventure Dome. And yeah, uh, if Dome. you get the VIP package, apparently is there's, it worth it? There is one haunted house you can only go through if you yeah, have the VIP by package. Yourself. And yeah, you have to go by yourself. Oh, no friends, no nothing. Not the yeah. naked one, though. Yeah. Go on your own. No, well, uh, you can go naked if you want. I mean, I guess maybe. It is you're by yourself. Yeah, like if you're by, yeah. yeah. Maybe so. you're the one scaring them. You know. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> in my case, definitely. <clears throat> Dr. Havocs. That was the name of the thing. Hmm. So, yeah, Adventure Dome's always been good. I remember I had, it, a, yeah. I had a friend. I won't mention her name, but most of us probably actually know her. She actually put up a, um, a casting call for the guy who was doing that. Cause, uh, oh, the Fright Dome? No, the Dr. Havocs. Oh, um, nice. I oh, think. Okay. We actually know somebody who worked it. Yeah. Yeah. So, we know a couple, I guess. Yeah. Sadly, I got coupons for Fright Dome. I'm not going to be able to go. Oh, yeah. uh, I have wah, a late wah, wah, uh, wah, geeky wah. thing that I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're only an hour late. I put a post He's up. Still he still editing was reading a book. at the time. He's editing a book. Give him I a put book. a post up. Um, <laughs> I was driving home on Friday oh, yeah. night. Oh, yeah, I saw and this uh, as I'm stopped at a red light off of the highway, come right in a row, right in front of me, three tricked out DeLoreans, like the time Seriously. machine. Yep. And, I remember you right now. And uh, you sure it wasn't the same one in three different times? Well, this is it. And then and then and then a Jurassic Park Jeep. And so I was like, "Holy the hell shit!" Where they going? Yeah. And I ty- well, I followed him for a little bit. Uh, but, but I <laughs> that's very it, geeky. I typed it up on Facebook and I said I thought I was like in a Mobius loop where I the time machine kept coming back, just a car link behind itself, and then one time came back as a Jurassic Park Jeep. <laughs> and I was like, "That's pretty wild." But uh, the, the it's dress- really funny. The, the that post that I put up on Facebook got like. Almost a hundred people like uh, liking it and commenting on it and all kind of stuff. I got like forty comments and a bunch of likes. And uh, I've since all through all of this, I found out it's a DeLorean enthusiast club here in town. Okay, I'm friends with one of the guys who drives one of the DeLoreans now on Facebook, and I'm actually uh, two degrees of friendship through like five other friends in my Facebook already who knew these people oh, and pointed me in his so, direction. So it was really funny. If it's a DeLorean funny. enthusiast fan club, what was the deal with the Jurassic Park Jeep? It's just one more of those Rebel. fanboy things. It's well, like just, you know, the Jurassic all, where Park else are you going to You just didn't give a fuck. There was an, uh, an episode of Hollywood Treasure where that <laughs> Jeep went on auction and okay. somebody in Vegas bought that. Well, there it uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. And they've uh-huh. had it at... Like, it's been at one of the comic conventions that they've had here in town. It was yeah. last year. I want to say it was the one that was at uh, uh, the Comic Book Expo at the, uh, the Riviera. Uh, because I saw it in the parking garage as I was leaving. And I wanted to, to see if I could stop the guy and ask him, like, hey, are you, you know, who are you, are you the one that bought the, the one that auctioned? But uh, I didn't get a chance to. Hmm. I was, I was talking out, to... No, no, that's fine. I, I was talking to Lonnie Hammergren, who's a local nutcase here in Oh, town, yeah, the guy with the crazy house. Yeah, he's a uh, he, he, um, former, former lieutenant governor. Yeah. Owns three houses full of weird crap. And uh, he was, when I was talking to him, <laughs> he was trying to get his Batmobile. It's one of the real Batmobiles. He was, he was considering putting it in an auction. So oh, really? that's out there. Yeah, but it lost its wheel. Well, knowing Dr. Hammergren, that wouldn't be out of character. <laughs> Uh, anybody that thank you, Paul. I feel Paul validated. Really like that one. <laughs> I love that fucking shit. What's the what's the what's the joke? There's a couple of versions of that shit that I go I've heard for now. them all. Go I ahead. Know, <laughs> like, I'm trying to remember what there's 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 Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg, the Batmobile lost its wheel, the Joker, Joker got, got away. Hey. But then I hear people sing it like Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, uh, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost its wheel. The Joker got something, or not, the Penguin did something. <laughs> got a venereal disease. The Penguin got a VD. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, 
got a VD? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kids making up the, you know, yeah, they don't. Not, yeah. Got well, a VD. Foreign kids. The, the penguin got a VD. Yeah, it's like the diarrhea song. If, you don't, if you're a naughty boy, Santa will like put VD in your stocking. Jingle Bells, Batman has a VD. <laughs> no, no, you don't need a whole Robin thing. got a VD. <laughs> the Batmobile has his wheel. Batmobile has VD. <laughs> and the penguin got a VD. <laughs> Jingle Bells, VD smells. <laughs> if you don't get treated the Batmobile's full of VD so Batman has VD what was in the Neurobliss? Uh, VD VD somebody, somebody spiked his Neurobliss do you know do you know it's not even STD anymore what is it called now how many decades every few decades they change it again What's it's it now STI what Stri- uh, sexually Strate- strategically <laughs> transmitted <laughs> initiative infections <laughs> it's uh, sexually transmitted infection infection so it's not a disease anymore it's, it's just no an longer infection. disease it's infection so, well, well, maybe well, it's encompassing but, more but I, some I, of those infections can't be cured so they're a disease right well i you know I, but i guess I, you can cure some disease too yeah. what's the difference between a disease and an infection well, not all, not all. Uh, ah, <laughs> not all, not all diseases Jingle are infectious. Bells, fifty dollars. <laughs> if you don't want an infection, always wear a condom and stay away from Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it should have been poison ivy. Hey yo, you're gonna need an ocean. Calamine lotion. The Batmobile lost the wheel, <laughs> and the Joker got VD. Poison, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. She has a filthy twat full of horrible diseases from the men that she's had sex with. Oh, it's gross, but it's not her fault. She lived in Kenya. She was denied education. And adequate birth control. Gonna, I think you've you've lost a wheel now. I'm no, <laughs> no. That was again, that just was like poignant. last week. I want to reiterate my opinion on women's rights and how I think that women are mistreated in this country and around the world. Agreed. They should have far uh, better, especially Kenya. Far well, it's just what popped in. <laughs> well, is this something that it's what rhymed in the show, or is this something that happened in your head? No, this is, what are you talking about? Did this is something rhyme? I said in the show. I'm just I I think I think there should be much more in the way of women's health care in this. In every country, that's like there uh, I said it. There he said it. Now let's buddy. go back to talk about rotten cunts. My buddy, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I gotta cover my bases. Uh-huh. Paul Mattingly, misogynist <laughs> feminist. Exactly. That's his new blog, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the misogynist faced. feminist. Our buddy Patrick Kerr, who's also in the movie, uh, posted: Does the boy series sound? Is it just me, or does the boy series sound a little slow compared to the girl series? Of course, I'm sure he's getting paid more. <laughs> 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 like, nice, nice. <laughs> Ooh, what's next? Get <laughs> <laughs> some more Batman stuff. Uh, n- well, Ocala, in a roundabout ocean. way, yes, but no. Such a good song. It has a tangential. Halle Berry, who was Batman, we all know, <laughs> who was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what version did you see? <laughs> she was playing bat nipples. You know what happens to a frog when it gets struck by Batman? The same thing that happens to everything else. It was a comet. <laughs> what? It was a comet. It was Batman. I think you're mixing Man. it up with Jurassic yeah. Park now. No, no. 
Did you know that Joss Whedon wrote that line and they they rewrote it? He had he thought he was so proud of himself for the way that he wrote the line. Yeah. And they rewrote it for the movie. Yeah. So now he has no to live with that, that, it, that he's responsible for that what line was even it? being in the movie. What was it originally? Uh, Do you know what happens to him? Originally it was like what happens, to a frog, or what happens to a frog that gets struck by, by lightning in the water? It. Same thing that happens to everything was the line. It, it, okay. it was about delivery. Yeah, it was terrible. It was yeah. changed to the same, it, it, same thing that happens to everything else yeah. instead of same, you know, what same thing that happens to everything that gets struck by lightning. Yeah. So it was, it was de- part of it was delivery. Part of it was they we rewrote the line. Yeah, no, I mean, one word the can line. change it all. Yeah, Very exactly. So, uh, like, I've been reading those really funny tweets. Have you guys seen what's that little thing that's going around this week of add a word, ruin a movie? Oh, or yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. I joined yeah. in that little joy. Yeah. Yeah, There's been some good fun. ones out there. I was tempted to go on a rant and just be like, Jaws ass. <laughs> Star Wars ass. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park ass. Sort of like the Chinese fortune cookie in ass. bed. Exactly, yeah. exactly. In bed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The Manchurian candidate ass. I just think <laughs> Rocky <laughs> Little ass. Women ass. Rocky ass. Actually I'd, I'd watch Little Women ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have it if you want to borrow it. Rocky for ass. Rocky for ass. <laughs> I've read, that's a sign, right? No. That's that's the evil breakfast angel. at Tiffany's ass. ass. Again, see, it's. I think it's really funny. I think I think if you really kept doing it, yeah, it would be one of those things where it's like, okay, oh, ha ha ha. You know, it would take a long time and come back around, but it keep. But going. there have been some good ones, yeah. Yeah, there have been yeah, some really, really nice ones. Uh, I saw some some pretty good ones. Downton Abbey syndrome. That's yeah. the first one that just popped into my brain. Uh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of internet stuff, did you see the the poop did commercial? Did I? Yes, the poopery. Yes. Oh my god, I couldn't believe that was real. Mm-hmm. You guys uh, not heard about this? This is a product. You can watch the commercial online. Poopery. Uh, apparently, it is a disgusting idea that some genius maniac had, wherein before you take a dump, you squirt this stuff on your toilet water. And it creates a uh, oily film I've of used it. good smell. You've used it. Does really? it work? Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh boy, I gotta, I gotta get you some help. Well, the, uh, the call does part. not respect anything that tampers with the natural odor. No, well, <laughs> of <laughs> Well, because well, Curse, the Curse has lived with me in the past. <laughs> he knows I can clear a house <laughs> when it comes down with, to it. With it that's tough when you're his roommate. Who yeah. with no smell is half the funny. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It. It. it with it's Lion totally King, you know, there's six guys in a dressing room, and one of the guys had a real issue. Somebody took a dump in there, so he like bought it and was like, oh. "Guys, use this." Oh. Okay. And that actually does kind of work. It does. It's not like you know, there's still stank coming out of your ass. Right. You know, I mean, what? it's not stopping a stank from your it's ass. It's not a panis panacea, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> but I mean, it does. That's there's the next gases. That's, that's the, the next, next iteration. Panacea. That'll be the next. No, you nobody spray would that right get on it. your ass. <laughs> But it does actually kind <laughs> of work. And when you go, the panacea, yeah, the panacea is, you know, you guys remember when you were kids, you had those uh, plastic balloons 
<laughs> you remember those? Those little kits? You'd squirt that little bit of uh, oh, yeah. plastic yeah, yeah. gel and you blow it up with the end of the Oh, a yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so this panacea is this plastic gel that you goop up like a wad of silly putty and slide it on your asshole. And then as you're shitting, you just the poop just fills up this balloon. <laughs> so it never gets exposed to the air. And you break it free and dispose yep. of it pinch quickly. Pinch one off. And pinch, you literally pinch it off, squeeze the, th- the thing airtight shut. And what festive colors. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> TM to our viewers out there. This is ours, folks. Don't steal this. What's fascinating is those balloons were toxic as hell. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, they I smelled into my great. Teens. Yeah. My, they were delicious, my teens, though. My sister was like absolutely <laughs> enamored with those things. And I remember looking at the package and we were like, Huffin holy blow-pop. shnikes, this is toxic. Yeah, it's bad news. But the, the commercial for this stuff is, is basically this uh, very wrong version of the Orbit gum commercial. Nice. So a woman with a British accent speaking, you know, this you know, sweet little accent talking about oh pinching a loaf. Awesome. Pinching yeah. a loaf. I was I was sure it was Paul's to work, but <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean it doesn't solve the problem hundred percent. Because it's not panacea. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> but it does kind of work. <laughs> Poopery. I know, no so. panacea, it's but it'll kinda work. Mm. So on a if you're in a pinch loaf situation, a similar tangent. Uh, Halle Berry, has, who, who played Batman, <laughs> as we all remember, <laughs> back to and, and, and she lost a wheel. Who is the worst Catwoman ever? <laughs> has signed on for Steve. Halle Berry lost a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he let like Jeff get in his later. line before six minutes later. Paul catches up. Lost the wheel. I was drinking. <laughs> I was drinking. You're telling me. <laughs> I don't think the Neurobliss is working tonight, Paul. It's actually slowing your mental processes. Halle Berry lost a wheel. Jingle bells. Halle Berry married to a sex addict. Not anymore. Halle Berry lost a wheel. And she got a VD. No. Had another kid. Had another kid. You see, that's how rumors are started. She doesn't have a VD. No. That's an ugly coucho disclaimer right now. Right. Yeah. She took the penicillin. She just have She's another fine. kid. As far so. as we know, Halle Berry, Halle has Berry no has, is a panacea. <laughs> I can only say what I know, and that's as far as I know. I cannot say 100% that she doesn't. We, haven't heard, the, we haven't heard that she doesn't have an I was STD. Exactly. You know what? STI. You know me. what? Not to be malicious, but she was literally married to a sex addict. Oh, what? Was that? Oh. What? what? Oh, Paul. Oh. What? What is that? What is this? Is you this? seem offended. I'm, so, oh, I'm sorry. You I seem forgot. Hurt. I forgot about all the letters you've written to Miss Barry. <laughs> now, dear well, Hallie, she I ain't so gonna answer me you. now. <laughs> <laughs> dear Miss Barry, have I mentioned before how I think you're the best Batman? PPS. <laughs> I hope you find your wheel. Love Commander K. Love Commander K. <laughs> Halle Berry lost the wheel. What happened to Halle Berry's wheel? So you were saying? Like everything <laughs> else. <laughs> everything else. It's going to be so hard to get past the word Halle Berry in this sentence. I'm not saying it again. Oh, it's a good thing because I was going to say other Some stuff. Some well-known actress from the 90s. <laughs> she. She. Has signed on for Steven Spielberg's new sci-fi series, Extant. Uh, developed for CBS, the series. I've heard about this one. Will. This movie actually here we go this show 
revolves around a psychiatrist practice. Buckle in, it's going to be a rough ride. Where's my fucking cookie? I can't get the seatbelt to buckle. I can't get the seatbelt to buckle. Help me, God. Halle Berry portrays a psychiatrist who happens to be working on an Indian reservation. Have you guys heard about this one? So no, I haven't. I see the clip. I see the clip. She's working on an Indian reservation. Please tell me more, Paul. And she's trying to help all these uh, Native Americans through their psychosis and their different psychological problems. You might as well take the drink right now. The one guy comes in. He's laying on the bench. (laughs) She's like, tell me what's wrong. He's like, well, Halle Berry, I have been having nightmares (laughs) in the night. In the night, I have a dream that I am uh, a teepee, <laughs> and then I wake up and I, and I and I go back to sleep, and I dream that I am a wigwam. Oh and my God! Says, I know has left what's the wrong. Building. I know the problem. I've diagnosed this before. You're too tense. You're ah! Too tense. Oh, yeah, too good, nice. Oh, hey, Master Torgo has added, had to put booze in it. his drink. Master Torgo has one. added he rum to his diet put coke. rum into his cola because of that fucking joke. I was afraid he was going to switch over to she- Chief Bowles No Move at the end of it. Uh, Chief Bowles No Move. Chief uh, Bowles No Move. The John Wayne doesn't take crap. From anyone, that one. The What's toilet Chief Bell's no move? Oh, God. Oh, yes. I am not going to do this. Thank no. You. no, no. We'll save that for another time. Oh. Google it. Uh, Google it. That tastes so, so much So, Steven Spielberg is uh, <laughs> producing your television series. That's a rumor. No, it's happening. CBS. A series will follow an astronaut. <laughs> Likely story. Uh, per, uh, on an Indian reservation. Get uh, it right. <laughs> That's what I'm still trying to figure out. Like, what of the words that were said made you think of an Indian reservation? No, was the, 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 what's the title of it? Extent. Extent. You see? Extent. Oh, you see? Lord. Tent? Indian tent. reservation. Sweet. Come on, Two Adam. tents. The joke Sweet will not be two sugar tents. dumpling Jesus. What are you talking about? <laughs> Six degrees of racism. It's it just... It's <laughs> no, it's just... The guy was two tents. Uh, the series wow. will follow an astronaut played by Barry who returns home. Batman, everyone's favorite <laughs> Batman, as we all remember. Halle Berry, not Barry Rob, not Dr. Vlarg. <laughs> they both have long hair, up. and I know it's hard to, con- <laughs> it's easy to confuse them. He but, wouldn't uh, be anyone's Barry's favorite Batman. That Barry fucking hair t- would get caught in the Batmobile's wheel. That's why I lost the wheel, because <laughs> it got hair caught in it. <laughs> The astronaut returns home to her family after a year-long solo mission oh, God, in space. Oh, God, Trevor, why don't you leave me alone? Oh, God, I hate you. Oh, oh come on, Robin. Oh, wow. Let's go. Oh, I gotta get home. Deb's hungry. I was told I'd bring her food. Oh, oh. <laughs> Worst oh, Halle Berry impression ever. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's Napoleon Wind. But we do have voice number three. The voice number three has arrived. He's going to run the repertoire before the show's over, folks. I have a lot of impressions I can do, you fucking jackalopes. <laughs> You've done three so far. You're right. That's impressive. It's coming. It's coming. We could say four because he did do the Indian voice, too. So right. it could be four. See? Uh, the sci-fi element comes in when her experiences could, quote, ultimately change the course of human history. Because she unquote. goes back in time to an Indian reservation. Yes. To be fair, it was more of an accent than an impression. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It was more of a dialect. There you go. Yes. It was an right. impression, yeah. A relatively untested writer, Mickey Fisher, is handling the script, and Barry will serve as co-executive producer on the project, along uh. with Spielberg and a few others. 
Uh, much as Under the Dome served as a event series this last summer, Extant could launch summer 2014 in a similar fashion. That writer has the same nickname I used to give to girls at the bar who I approached and failed to get dates with. <coughs> What would that be, Paul? Uh, Mickey Fisher, because they'd always dig it out before it had a chance to take effect. <laughs> I didn't even hear the punchline, and I'm glad. Paul, you should never have used those Alka-Seltzer roofies. I told you. The way they fizz and bubble, it's a dead giveaway. It makes, it makes it easy for her to be a Mickey Fisher. It, it's, what we, it's what we call a tell. I tried to slip her once. She fished it out. Fuck me. Or burble, burble. <laughs> How'd your night go? Uh, a couple of Mickey Fishers. <laughs> your problem was not putting it in the warp core breach, so it wouldn't be noticed. There you go. A couple of Mickey Fishers. <laughs> that was. I gotta. I gotta give credit where credit's due. Take you pulled drink, the Mickey Georgia. Fisher out of the pit. I, I, you actually made that work eventually. Yeah, it works. What a Mickey Fisher? That's, That's a, what it was. A Mickey Fisher. <laughs> That's, that's, that's a sign. Opposed, is there any more to the carry Because it looks like you've got a lot of pages. Oh, there. wow. That's yeah. a sign that you got a that's good girl a, on your hands. If she can, that's if she's a, a Mickey Fisher. She can find the roofie. She's a keeper. <laughs> she's a keeper. <laughs> she can, oh, God. <laughs> she's a keeper. <laughs> she knew what, She knew my game. Yeah. <laughs> she was right she's on She's smart me. enough to figure it out. <laughs> she's the one for me. She was a triple if Mickey Fisher. Case, if she can find <laughs> it, then like take she can find it in what? And find my take, dick? What? Intentionally take the roofie. <laughs> she fishes it out. She fishes out. Goes, I'm having shows it to you and then bites down here. on it. <laughs> yeah. Soviet Russia, you do not Mickey girl. Girl Mickey's you. <laughs> she goes... She Might as well take this thing so I don't experience this. Exactly. She goes She goes fucking Morpheus red pill on me. She's like, I'm walking through this door. Here we go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Mickey Fisher. Uh, uh, Ron Moore's new scripted sci-fi drama Helix has a new cast member uh, What? I know what this one's about Oh please do tell This is the actually a buddy comedy Between Garrick and Neelix From Deep Space Nine Where Garrick becomes a uh, Garrick becomes a uh, Cobbler And Neelix says I'll join you In your cobbling of shoes And Garrick and Neelix It's a, new, it's a Star Trek crossover and, uh, Is it? And, and and Garrick says, "Well, I can't have it. Can't be Garrick's and Neelix's shoe place." And he goes, "I've got it. We'll call it Helix, because I have making shoes. <laughs> I have making shoes. Yes, yeah, no, Mickey Fisher. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Paul watched a little too much Turkish Voyager. <laughs> I am making shoes. I am Helix. I am making because I have making shoes." <laughs> And I got a VD. <laughs> business no good, but I am making shoes. I do not understand why business so ungood. <laughs> I am making shoes. What is wrong with this? Uh, <laughs> and Neelix, that was like the cap or two. This will get him. I can see it in your brain. You're like, this will get him because I am making shoes. There's the payoff. Brace yourselves. <laughs> I've just been watching I've been watching on Netflix and and wanted to watch Voyager so bad and I'm like, and it's the worst. 
and we're watching it, and I just hate Neelix so much. <laughs> and I'm flipping between that and Deep Space Nine. Well, he was the worst Batman. He's, he's terrible as Batman. <laughs> worst Batman Oh, ever. come on, Robin. Is, uh, Neelix, is Voyager <laughs> the one where they stole the guy's lungs? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Neelix Early on, the Neelix stole is, his lungs. The, yeah. He stole his lungs. That fucking bastard. What a piece of shit character. <laughs> He's so bad. He's so bad. He's laying in there. He can't act. The problem is Ethan Phillips can't fucking act. Oh, my. And I'm, I'm putting it out there, man. Ethan Phillips can't fucking act. Well, He's here goes terrible. Paul's chance to act with Ethan. Whatever. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> Boo-fucking-hoo. Because Ethan's career is really I skyrocketed. Would, I, would, I wouldn't be acting with him. I'd be acting next to the paper sack that he couldn't fucking act his way out of. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He's terrible. Because I have making shoes. <laughs> I can act circles around that bastard. Between him, between his terrible acting and the writing that was done for that character, why not just kill him? It was so bad. There's an episode where, because he's the fucking chef, and Voyager, as some of you nerds know, the ship has this integrated computer system which actually uses bioelectric Bioneural gel packs. Bioneural gel packs. Thank, Thank you, you ladies. Uh, Bioneural gel packs that connect the shit and supposedly make it run faster because it's a little more, you know, you know. So it's kind of a living thing. It was a little bit pre. Uh, what's that other fucking Muppet show? The Muppets? No. <laughs> Fraggle Rock? Space Muppets. Are you thinking Fraggle Rock? Space Muppets. It's Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Space Muppets. <laughs> you keep saying that, but it's not helping. Farscape. Farscape. Pigs Thank Escape. you. It was post space. It was post Farscape. It was post Farscape. So then double, triple fuck you, Voyager, for stealing Farscape's thunder and making your ship a living thing. Ass eaters. Anyway, uh, at one point, Neelix, as the cook on the ship, which is just the dumbest thing anyway, he makes this dish that has cheese in it. And this cheese infects the bioneural gel packs and causes the ship to have trouble. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't seen him one yet. Spoiler. Come on. Yeah, it's a fucking spoiler. In other words, the ship is lactose intolerant. More than that, the direct, literal, and figurative uh, lesson to be learned is that in, in Star Trek Voyager, Neelix, the character, infects the ship with cheese. Literally and figuratively, he infects that entire show with cheese. The bacteria he was using to make the cheese. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a, it's an STI. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and he fucked that ship and dirty. And that how did they? And how did they cure the ship, Paul? I don't remember. They gave I, the ship a fever. Did they? I, yes. They I made had a horrible ship case so of ship cheese. Then it killed off the bacteria. <laughs> that ship cheese will get you, man. Ship cheese every time. You'll be laid up in bed for a good week on That's ship right. cheese. When that warp nacelle gets the when they go fly next to a star and shit. Well, they, they, it's something like they, well, they, they the reconfigured the deflector to, dish. All right, Mr. Kim, make uh, everything hot. They ramped up the warp engines. Go there grab the There you they go. They didn't actually create wow. the warp that's, field. That's the fourth voice, right? That's right. It'll, it'll melt the Chicote, cheese. Chakotay, please go grab blankets. Belana, Belana, let's talk, Belana. You're my friend, Belana. I can't have you running off half-cocked, Belana. If you're going to be a member of Starfleet and not just some You've got to run off full-cocked. That's right, full-cocked. Show me your cock, Belana. It's really not that far from Skeletor. <laughs> Nothing is. It's, it's all. <laughs> Nothing is. It's all. Anyway, what's going on with Helix? At night, all oh, that's cats right. There's a show. Oh, what? What news? happened at night? There's news. At night, all cats are Skeletor. All cats are. At night, all cats are gray. Is what it merely is. 
Oh, it, it's an it's, it's, a, it's an a, Andy reference. That's you it's know. a literary reference. It goes that seventh. <laughs> Fucking Rudyard Clipping, okay? <laughs> Read a book. Rudyard. <laughs> Rudyard Kipling, I believe, not Clipling, but that's okay. Yeah, no, Clipling is right. Rudyard Kipling. Are you talking? Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's the UFC one that makes fire. the dinosaur point. Ladies right? and gentlemen, in the red corner, <laughs> Rudyard Kipling. I'm gonna fuck your world, Kimbo Slice. There you go. This is this white man's burden. Oh yeah. I'm gonna jungle book your asshole. I'm gonna Ricky Ticky Tavi that ass. You're going down, Hemingway. Boom. Now I, be- I believe the K is Dunga Red Kipling, done. but you're getting that from the cartoon. The who? I believe he's Red Kipling, but I, you're getting it from the cartoon. You're precisely right. Oh, you know me. You know me. I have not read Rudyard Kipling. I got all of that. For every one of those was cartoon references. Yeah, you ask me what King Louis like, I'll tell you. It's what's what's his name? Which is that the one starring John that Goodman? That was fucking brilliant. No. Oh, that was from there. Yeah. <laughs> what's his name? I, Jim. Who portrayed Louis, Louis, Louis Prima? Prima? Louis Prima. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Although. Uh, they did a great version of it. At there the you show. go. Yeah. But I could do Kipling. No, like nobody's. What's business. it like in the book? It's just like that. It's exactly. It? Yeah. No, in the book, it's like uh, parenthetical then, in the voice of the, Louis Prima. All of a sudden, yeah, in the voice of Louis Prima, and he goes, "I am the king of the jungle now, the jungle VIP." It's just all that way, and then Got actually it. in a book, it was do that, da da that, zap, scooby zap, 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 zap. Yeah, totally. The plot point is there, but the character's not like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, the uh, he would like the to monkey be, wants fire. Wants to be a man. Yes, want to be like a man. Got it. And the uh, unabridged version it ends with white people rule. He is likes. that right? That's, yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> a lot of Kipling is though. I, I figured. <laughs> so there's a show Helix. Yes, Helix. please. Yes. Rudyard Crippling. Thank God. I have making, making shoes. Because <laughs> I have <laughs> making shoes. There's we the title of the episode. I have making shoes. <laughs> Helix. Uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, Helix has a heels. new <laughs> cast member. It's a joke about Helix. Which is funny. Uh, wrong accent. Funny where it comes to it's Star Trek Voyager's own Jerry Ryan. Ah! I have psychic powers, <laughs> and I have made twisted shoes. <laughs> it's a snake eating its own goddamn tail. You got the right. You got the right series. The wrong cast member. Uroboro, Uroboro. Can Jerry Ryan act? The former. Oh Borg. yeah, she can. Former Borg will be taking on the role of Constance Sutton, the Who? chief operation officer. Constance Sutton of Elon- Constance yes. Sutton. You're right. And go feminism. <laughs> Constant sluttoning is his ring girl. I love that. Yeah. Constant, do you think Rudyard Kipling is going to win this one? We're constantly uh. sluttoning. Kipling's going to win this match. No. 200 no plus episodes of the Kipling reference before now. Yes. <laughs> Chief Operating Officer of Alaria Corporation, owner of Arctic Biosystems. She's been described as a charming and savvy and used to getting her way at any cost. Uh, Ryan rounds out the current cast of Billy Campbell. From the Killing and Killing Lincoln, and uh, Hiroki Sanda from the Wolverine and Forty Seven Ronin. Helix is set to debut its thirteen episode season in January twenty fourteen. Forty Seven Ronin, the new one coming out with yes, uh, that's yeah. the Keanu Reeves. Killing Lincoln is yeah. that off of what's his name's book? Yeah, O'Reilly's getting oh, yeah. turned to a movie. Oh yes, Jeez, that's happening. Didn't that did that 
Didn't that already happen? It might have already. I think I did actually. Wasn't that the, like no, TV was the the, the assassination that of Lincoln? Okay, the, that's the, different. The, yeah, the trial and all that. Right, by the that, coward Henry Ford. No, 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 no. Shut up. Similar, but different. <laughs> Henry Ford, yes. No. Henry Ford assassinated Lincoln. A little known fact. <laughs> <laughs> and then he traveled forward in he time. He thought he was Jewish cars. with that Industrialism. <laughs> and he's like, fuck him. <laughs> he killed, he killed Lincoln. Abraham. Come on. <laughs> there you go. His name's Abraham. Pang. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Kane. I gotta kill him. I got no choice. <laughs> Six Semper Tyrannus. I have making shoes. <laughs> a musical adaptation of American Psycho is turning up for a December launch in hey, London's West can End. You repeat that line. Yeah, nope. musical adaptation of American it's Psycho. It's gonna have a lot of Huey Lewis in it. Uh, Alameda Theater District uh, director Rupert Gould will direct and take uh, direct the take that uh, has a book by uh, Robert Agros. I don't know. Roberto Agre Sasa. Don't try it. This is the guy that did the book for Spider Man Turn Off the Dark and uh, Glee. And music and lyrics by Duncan Sheik. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's a good pedigree, though. Now in his. Uh, Spring in, Awakening. And now in his last year. And Barely Breathing. I mean, come on. That was the summer hit of, like, what? Barely Breathing is actually an awesome song. It's a good song. Yeah. It also sounds appropriate for American Psycho. Yeah. It's also. His name is totally Wiener Talk. <laughs> is that is that like bedroom talk? I always thought it was. I always thought it was a subtle comment. Oh, you're Duncan Sheik. You're Duncan Sheik. You've you've you 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 did not have a Ruby or a, a, a what do you call it? A Mickey Fisher. <laughs> a, 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 what is it? a Mickey Fisher? <laughs> if you didn't have a Mickey Fisher, you are Duncan Sheik. <laughs> <laughs> Tying together. Well, Sheik is the name of a condom, am I right? Yeah, no, that's what. That's why I thought. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Duncan Sheik. That's why I always thought. I think. I think he did that on with purpose. the pun implied. Yeah. yeah, Duncan I Sheik. I think I doubt you it. doubt it. I think he was just named. You think Duncan. his name is Duncan Sheik? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe his birth name was Duncan Donuts. He got tired of it. I think it's a reference to Rudolph Valentino. Rudolph Valentino. His nickname was the Sheik. It was. Your son's name is Duncan Taylor, so he could be a reference to someone who used to make clothes, who has now taken on a rodeo clown carnival type position and sits in a dunk tank. Or a character from the Highlander. Duncan Taylor. Hey, right. Or he's just a huge fan of Michael Duncan Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan Taylor. Well, if he's a tailor, he, you know, Duncan could be saying, "I have making suits." <laughs> <laughs> I have making suits. Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. Eleventh Doctor Matt Smith will be playing Patrick Bateman, the serial killing investment banker, originally portrayed by Christian Bale in uh, Mary Harron's 2000 film adaptation. Uh, the London musical will run from December 3rd to January 25th next year. So that could be good. From what I yeah. hear, uh, Christian Bale, that really wasn't much of a stretch for him to play that role. No. Apparently, hmm. uh, the American Psycho. He kills yeah. people. Is he crazy? Apparently, yeah. He's a real like crazy kind of asshole guy. All yeah. right, there you go. I really enjoyed. Didn't believe you. It's all because of newsies. Newsies. It's because of fucking Empire of the Sun. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. What were you born know. on? The Empire of the Sun. Hey, that's an oldie but a goodie. Born on the Sun, everybody. This is from Disney Parks blog. <laughs> The very first Disney attraction based on a Marvel character experience will debut in Hong Kong, Disneyland. It's called the Iron Man Experience. This is uh, now quoting the blog. Uh, audiences around the world have been captivated. Let me see this real quick. 
Oh no! <laughs> All right, why All right. not? I'm gonna have a drink. How much worse can it get? <laughs> Bottom story, sir. This shall right. be this shall be so, a rare four-hour podcast so tonight. <laughs> this is opening up in Hong Kong, uh, the Iron Man Experience, Hong Kong Disneyland. Audience around the world have been captivated by the amazing invention and innovation of a Tony Stark. We are basing the experience within a piece of the Stark Expo located in the Morrowland at the Hong Kong Disneyland. Morrowland. The Expo allowed guests to see firsthand the progression of Tony Stark Iron Man suits. You can see how he makes his suits and many other Stark innovation. <laughs> Does he have making shoes? He have making shoes. <laughs> Did he ran? Upon entering the ride vehicle, the guests have been able to take flight with Iron Man on an epic adventure that, not surprisingly, put Iron Man and the guests against a force of evil. But not a Mandarin! That too racist! <laughs> oh, the irony! The Iron Mandarin! <laughs> irony! <laughs> this adventure takes place in the streets and skies of Hong Kong, which will make it even more unique and a special experience for the Hong Kong Disneyland guests. In addition, the guests will be able to meet and take a photo with Iron Man. It's obviously no secret the Iron Man movies are immensely popular. We expect this experience to emanate the success of the... Mo- oh. <laughs> that's not a quote. Wow, that's that sentence a- killed him. You nailed that. <laughs> that's not in the quote. This is going to be just as big on. as our a recent edition of Toy Story Land, oh, Grizzly Gulch, and a Mystic Point. Oh, how we rub a Grizzly Gulch. You rub what? Grizzly Gulch. <laughs> <laughs> I like this role reversal. <laughs> All of which have been a huge hit with you the guests. You know, after you've Duncan Sheik, you get a little grizzly gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rubbing I, it feels good. I ref a mini gulch of grizzly. I'm excited to see Iron Man become a part of that success when we welcome a guest to the attraction in late 2016. Hooray for Iron Man. I'd like oh, to point out that. Hooray for getting rid of that pain. You're uh, a person of Chinese descent. Sounds uh, tremendously like South Park's Kim Jong-il. Yep. <laughs> so there's number six. Five. Oh. All right, five. I have bested oh. you. Well, you've matched <laughs> Why us. Why are you looking at me? I'm, I'm, I'm accusing all of you. J'accuse. J'accuse. Yeah, it's because I'm hiding behind your big head. And, and it could be said it. that that's just a dialect. It's not really a Oh, boy. Voice. Here we go. I can do the Kim Jong-il thing to fool on the... <laughs> What's okay. impressive about that is we got the whole story about letting Paul read it in a racist voice. Yeah. It's not racist. Mm. It's right. It's raceful. Exactly. <laughs> raceful. I like that. Oh, my it's God. Have we made a new word? <laughs> wow. I'm all for oh it. Oh, my it God. <laughs> you know what? It is. It's raceful. Oh. Paul is raceful. <laughs> I'll admit to that any day. Oh, man. You're absolutely I right. Want, Paul is oh, raceful. Oh, man. I want to see one of us use that. In public, actually meaning it. Uh, not, oh, man. Uh, it this. is. There's a lot of material out there that's raceful. Uh, <laughs> that makes this, sense, man. I met this guy yesterday. He's such a raceful. It was so raceful. No, it's not a bad thing to be raceful. <laughs> he's owning it. He's he's it's it's, it's you you know, turning you treat it, turning around. You treat it with a certain you know, queer thing. A certain amount of respect. You're owning the You're keeping it alive. You're keeping it alive. I don't know. Because it's fucking fine? whatever. I don't, I don't fucking know. know. Just like the clan did. He's, I don't know what proud I'm doing. Listen. I love everyone as long as I'm on NeuroBliss. <laughs> and cheeseburgers. Oh, no. Yeah, that's true. Sci-Fi has greenlitted eight... Greenlitted? Green-lighted eight <laughs> episodes. I have <laughs> shoes! 
As green-lighted eight episodes of Jim Henson's Creature Shop Challenge will, that will pit ten aspiring creature creators what? competing in a series of challenges where they will build everything from mechanical creatures to whimsical beasts. That's going to be that's going to be another code word like grenade in the future for like the Jersey Shore when they talk about a grenade. Have you heard about this? I've no heard the grenade, but what's, what are you referring so, like, to? So you know what a wingman is, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. So if you are approaching two girls, and this is terrible, but this is what the Jersey Jersey Shore guys do. I'm glad our one, if show one is the, so high If brown. one of the girls is not terribly attractive, the wingman, quote unquote, jumps on the grenade and goes and <laughs> occupies the unattractive girl's time. All right. And she is known <laughs> as the grenade. From now on, or at least within nerd culture, we could easily transfer a grenade to creature what was it called creature creature shop challenge creature shop challenge <laughs> wow <laughs> grenades yeah. a lot easier uh, I how, don't was, know. how was your night Ugh, a lot of creature shop challenges out there and she totally fished my making <laughs> but paul she, she got a, the duncan shake yeah yeah the grizzly she, was, card. She, she, was, she was a mickey fisher <laughs> the one mickey fisher turned out to be a creature shop challenge but uh, I dunked my sheik. I dunked sheik anyway, and left it with a grizzly. You know, the, the age of chivalry Renaissance Festival is coming to town this weekend, and if you hang out there after night, after 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 hours, you'll see nobody's afraid of jumping on the creature shop challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing but creature it's shop challenge there, right? Of, of it's just creature shop nerd challenge. Action at it's just creature shop challenge there, though. It's no it's, challenge. It's, it's gross. Happy people. It's, cre- it's just creature shop. It's, it's not challenge. It's creature shop fishing a barrel it's happy people being happy mickey together. fishing yes, in the barrel <laughs> mickey fisher in a barrel <laughs> and he lost his wheel <laughs> the winner gets one hundred thousand dollars <laughs> for fishing a mickey yeah. successfully and Allie a Barry. contract to work with the famed jim henson's creature shop uh, Jim Henson's son, Brian Henson, is aboard as lead judge. This is the puppeteering version of the network's face-off in which aspiring special, special effects makeup artists go head-to-head. An early 2014 premiere is planned. Oh, that might be fun. And a story, this is a story about Ian Tibbetts. He was 27 when a piece of scrap metal hit him in the face, eventually leading to loss of vision in his left eye and the loss of his right eye altogether. Good God! What happened? <laughs> Now, piece of metal no. What happened? To, how was the? How did it happen? I, Just a piece of metal. A scrap metal hit him in the face. Ooh. Now, age forty-three, Tibbetts has never seen the faces of his four-year-old twin boys. Oh, mm. he's totally blind. Yeah. Oh. So, in December twenty twelve, was it radioactive metal? Oh, Andy. Uh. <laughs> he's Daredevil, guys. <laughs> guys, it's Daredevil. So, in December twenty twelve, Daredevil has twins, right? Uh, Tibbetts underwent groundbreaking surgery called osteoendocarotoprosthesis. You, you say that now. <laughs> he just did. I'm just glad I did. Yeah, you did. Uh, which constructs a new eye Whoa. using a plastic lens and one of Tibbetts' own teeth. Wow. They drill a tiny hole Is in... Is this what they mean by eye teeth? <laughs> 
He gave his eye teeth to regain his vision. <laughs> he literally did it. Uh, Got to give him that one. Come on, that was a good one. That's like, it's no Mickey Fisher, but it'll do in a pinch. I've, act- I've actually heard of this surgery before. Something about the nerve cluster and. I was about teeth. to describe it. Yeah. Oh, okay. there we go. Well, geez. Jeff knows already. Yeah, Jeff can go on to the next this. item. He's looked into this for his own teeth. No, he went and reading ahead on his smartphone. <laughs> Jeff. He's getting it's not hard. Instead of grills, hard, Jeff. No, I've, I've heard of this surgery before. <laughs> I guess they've refined it. So anyway. Uh, this refined surgery. Uh, they drill a tiny hole into the tooth, insert the lens into the hole, and then insert the whole tooth into the eye socket. If the retina is still functioning, the patient can see through the tooth lens window, and the body will never reject it since the tooth belonged to the patient in the first place. And you'll be able to see, uh, you can actually catch uh, more of Tippett's story in an upcoming BBC One documentary called The Day I Got My Sight Back. So they're not creating a retina. The retina is already, yeah, it has to to have a functioning retina still. So you already have to have a functioning retina. And then they're just creating a lens to put in front of it that'll work. Hey, hey guys, does he have to brush his eye before he goes to bed? Eh? Eh? No, he's British. He never brushes. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Hey, hey, I'll tell you what this guy needs for his tooth he needs some scope, huh? Scope, hey, get it like a scope. No, Come on, give me that one. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him my right, right. I'll give him scope. That's he needs scope. You don't have to give it to him. You don't have to. Really? You know what? You know what? Hey, listen here. If he lets it go long enough, I bet he's gonna develop gingivitis, itis, like I. You gotta give it. Come on. No, give me that one. The word I was in there. New character. Super obscure. Your pun, British pun man. <laughs> Come on. Any word with the letter I. It's right. I'm just going to say words it's with the letter right I. Now. Paul, Igloo, even, eh? What even do you Ross say? the Banana is abstaining from this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... Uh, you notice I he hasn't put in an appearance to explain you know, shit you can't today. You explain this one. There's no explaining no. this one. This is a new character. This is a new character. Oh, yay. <laughs> I got to figure out I got to figure out his name, but I like him. I like him. I like this guy. His name might be eh, eh? Interrupting Cow. <laughs> Krusty O'Toole. Cuz I think that's a joke he would like. Uh, oh. A paper published in the American Journal of Medicine analyzed the makeup of chicken nuggets from two fast food chains to determine just how much chicken is actually in a nugget. Turns out not much. Yeah. Not that anyone's surprised. The word surprised. chicken. Uh, the paper is titled The Autopsy of Chicken Nuggets Reads Chicken Little was written by a team that took a random sample of nuggets from two national uh, fast food chains and sectioned, uh, stained, and analyzed them. What they found was that chicken meat was not the most abundant ingredient. Pork, right? Fat. Okay. Along with bone, well, nerves. Where did they get the fat? And other connective tissues are what make up the majority of the fast food nuggets sampled. I think they're saying chicken as in, you know, the meat. meat. The yeah, it's, it's processed chicken. They grind all that shit up and make it into a paste and then mold it. Yeah. Mm, delicious. Put it in the, uh, bones, in a, nerves, connective tissues. Oh, so bones got calcium. In a, in a nugget-shaped like mold. Yeah. In fact, it's even healthier now because of it. I yeah, remember, there are yeah. five specific nugget shapes. Yeah, something like that. Four or five, yeah. There's like, there's like, much like one number of characters you do. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're so damn tasty. Characters now. That's why they're so damn tasty. They're mostly fat. They used to be good. They're not any good anymore. I can hardly wait till they come up with the Han Solo and Carbonite Nugget. Oh. (laughs) Well, they used to have pork. The McDonald's ones used to have pork in them. 
and then there was a big brouhaha about it from the, okay. they used to have well, white the, meat and dark meat from the kosher community because the, the, the kosher community that was eating chicken nuggets exactly because they were like ruin chicken if you're co- you know what i mean but they were like you can't eat pork and so yeah. or the hebrew community you know mm-hmm. and so it was a big i remember when that was like so was now he- only was, with chicken it was a hebrew haha it was a Hebrew haha. He got it. You gonna give me that one? Come on, come on. No, oh God, is that his tagline? You gonna give me that? Come on. World's I've created world, a monster. World's worst comedian. You gotta give me you that. You gotta give me that. You gotta give me that. Come on. Eat your cheese, Danish. Every joke. Every come on. Joke. Come on. Let's hear it. For Where's that my one. fucking cookie? You gotta give me you that. You gotta give me you that. You gotta one. give me that. You gotta give me that one. Come on. It was pretty good. Pretty good, I white, say. White people walk like this. You gotta give me that. You gotta give me that. <laughs> so you were saying about the nuggets? That's it. Oh, that's that's okay. all there is to nuggets. That's all there is to know about nuggets. That's all I need to know. They're nuggets. They're so more that's, nuggets. That's what than you chicken. already knew. I'm surprised they're not sawdust. I really am surprised there's any kind of chicken at all in them. You cynic. You know. I, 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 I. Oh, I, a bit of a bit no. of an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. It, listen, <laughs> you, you think that guy that got the tooth implanted is worried about a floss of vision? Huh? Huh? You gotta give me that floss, floss in the tooth eye. Cut you him know. off. Cut him off. <laughs> Turn his oh, you're off. the one with the controller. No, I'm, trying, no I'm talking about the alcohol. Well, the people missing the visual because he's holding the neuroblast, neurobliss cap as if it was a shot glass. Glass is right. <sighs> floss of vision. Huh? Come on. And where all good things come from, this next one comes to us from Super Undead Dragon Galaxy 9. Uh, some good, well, good, well, brighter news in this uh, government shutdown. Uh, Vibrators.com is giving away as many as 200 sex toys daily to furloughed government employees during the government shutdown. Hey, all right. The promotion, which began last Friday, started slow with 400 vibrators given away over the course of a weekend. On Monday, Vibrators.com turned up the speed filling out orders of their daily stock of 200 toys before noon. Otherwise known as a go-fuck-yourself initiative. They said they could continue offering the free vibrators to government employees even if the shutdown were to last through December. Quote, we buy them by the pallet, said Nardone. I think right now we have 17,000 of them on hand, so I was like, maybe we should give a free vibrator to federal employees. And someone else said, that sounds like a good idea. They've got nothing to do, unquote. Uh, the free offer doesn't force people to verify that they are furloughed employees before ordering, though the site dis- uh, description attests Karma will get any non-government employee who exploit the offer. That's right. They'll get. Uh, Nardone oh, said that uh, it was in part because there was no way to do that without invading privacy, one of the biggest concerns for Priveco, which doesn't keep mailing lists or ships, their, and they also ship their items in discreet plain boxes. Uh, originally, he said they were brainstorming giveaways that would be funny at the expense of those causing the shutdown. The idea of free penis pumps to senators was tossed out as a half-off deal on enemas. Quote, we're, well, we're like, no, that's not what we do professionally. We're not hateful people. We need to be helpful. Like, like, t- like you tell your kids, is that hurtful or helpful? No, don't explain. So we're like, who's really getting stiffed in this whole thing, you know? hey The people who are really getting screwed out of the deal right now are the federal employees. You got to well, give them that. There is a lack of <laughs> <laughs> There is a lack of interns and, you know, senators in the same room and so clearly there's a need to be filled there. Nice. 
Hey, hey, all filled. right. So he comes home after the procedure, eh, eh, and he gives his wife the once-over, and he's like, oh, no, you're a real dog. And she says, oh, dear, they must have used one of your teeth that was a canine. You, you got to give me that. Come on. you got to give me that one. Come on. So what do you got to give him? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. What I like is how he stuck with the whole tooth in the eye thing. We move on to a new story. It's yeah, still the no. tooth in the eye. Oh, trust me. If we it's did that story at the beginning mine. of the show. It's a gold mine. I'm telling you. It's a gold mine, that one. That one keeps on giving, that one. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, keep the likes coming on the Facebook. Uh, please uh, uh, review us on iTunes, uh, since the site is still kind of uh, el crapped out. Uh, all your your feedback really helps in those areas. They can still leave comments on the web page. It just uh, it doesn't look as pretty no, as it used to. It doesn't. It's but it's still it's very functional. Down. It's functional. It very is a functional. functional site. A beautiful new one is coming around to Ben. And yes. yeah, that's uh, that. Barry's <laughs> promise is that the brand new layout will be implemented very soon. There you, you got to give him that. You got to. You got to give him that one. All right. So the wife right. comes home right. and he's stumbling that. about. Nothing to go on. He can't see. All of a sudden, what's the matter, love? She says, oh, "I've done dropped it. I've done dropped it." What you mean? Well, I pulled it out and threw it on the ground for a bit. What you do that for, <laughs> you madman? Well, the doctor said use fluoride. Uh, you gotta give me that one, fluoride. At least go with you. you want to go on fluoride? Floor, yeah. I went on the yeah. floor. You gotta give me that. Come on. I don't gotta give you nothing. And until next week, <laughs> I am Master Torgo. You gotta give me that. Come on. Eighties <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Commander K. Captain Luddite. Back check games. You know. It wouldn't be the show if every week we didn't break Jeff's spirit. Uh, <laughs> once again, we have crushed the tiny spirit that is left in Jeff. It's uh, only gotten smaller because which of Paul's will, antics. But it will spring from the ashes like a uh, phoenix anew. It is its power. It is All its right, so he comes home. Yeah, it's because I'm going to be gone the next two weeks. That's he says, right. He says, hey, love, love, you got, you got a mint. You he got didn't decide that till just now, you got by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you got something for me, breath. She's like, what, you need something for your breath for? He says, just give me a mint. And she tosses him a mint, and he crams it in his eye. And she says, what are you doing? He says, it's a cert, love. I'm trying to build up my retinas. And Come on, you got to give me that. We'll talk to you next Retinacin. week. <laughs> Retinacin. Has he gotten Isn't any that wiser because they used a wisdom tooth? Hey, yo! There, there it is. Exactly. <laughs> you got to give him that. that. <laughs> I got I to give you that. I got to give you that, mate. That's really good. I have making jokes. <laughs> I have making jokes. <laughs> I have making eyes. I got to steal that one. Franken eyes. I got to steal that one. <laughs> Mickey Fisher. <laughs> I'm a